Rusty Quill presents. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Previously on Planet Arcana. We last left our three fools deep in the bowels of the underhush where they encountered Teaspoon Equilibret singing to a room full of sleeping denamed. Rather than raise an alarm, Teaspoon, unexpectedly, buys them some time to talk, imparting to our crew new information. For the denamed, the mere presence of magic is painful, and that pain is exacerbated by entering the networks during sleep. These sleepers Teaspoon tends to have entered the networks and not come out. A phenomenon she claims will happen to all denamed, but has been accelerated for those who have taken rat. Crater is able to confirm that the rat they'd taken was tainted with arcana magic. Teaspoon also notes that the D-name took Steeljaw's pip generator in hopes of contacting people they refer to as the Lost Ones. Though our heroes have little sympathy for Teaspoon, they are not, as she assumes, here to end her life, only to recover the pip generator. So, when an emergency alert announces the theft of the generator, she agrees to aid in their escape. Despite her help, the pursuing denamed locate and surround the crew. But our heroes are quick to act. Crater and Simon brute force their way forward, while Celestine tosses a makeshift Molotov cocktail behind them, freeing our fools to find an exit. After some final parting words to Teaspoon, and some up-close experience with a quicksand trap, our heroes finally emerge from the underhush, pile into their dragonfly, and make a clean getaway. Pip Generator and all 
On the road back to Steeljaw's camp, the crew are treated to yet more information about the dedamed. This time, by way of a message from the composite couple. They claim that the Empress's history of the Fae and the dedamed omitted some key details. Namely, that she poisoned magic against the dedamed on purpose, as both punishment and deterrent to those who would sever their ties to magic. Most curiously, they also claimed that, before ascending to be Arcana, the current Empress was once a fool on her journey. As the party theorizes that the Lost Ones are in fact the composite couple themselves, inspiration strikes. The crew use their pips and the generator to attempt to retrace the signal back to the composite couple. The result is unexpected as they hear a peculiar static they recognize as originating from within the networks. And so, with this revelation, the three fools resolve to follow the static into the networks in search of the composite couple. I can hear you. I am listening. Hear the cacophony coming from all across the Fifth Collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these burdened, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we have been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little audacity. All it takes is a key. The moon rises over the good on wilds as our three fools set up camp and prepare to go to sleep with a very particular mission in mind, to follow the static of the pip into the networks. So can we confirm then that we are far enough away from Parado Peaks that we're reconnected to our magic? That makes sense to me because the last time you rest, like the the place that you rested on the way in here was kind of at the, at like the border of the forest. So that makes sense that you would have to go about the same way, the same amount back. You know what I mean? So it makes sense to me that like you've driven past where you had the encounter with the dinosaur, etc. Yeah. So yes, to answer your, I, that was a long winded way of saying yes. Okay. Yes. You have your magics back. So let's definitely establish that we would have like pulled the dragonfly, you know, off into some, you know, trees or something like that. We want to mm-hmm. try and, you know, be as uh, out of sight as possible. Okay. So yeah, the dragonfly is pulled off to the side and you find that familiar sensation of magic is beginning to creep back into your bones with some relief. Magic has found you. Simon is safe. Ugh, that was hard. I, uh... I agree. Uh, It was certainly hard on me as well, Simon, so I can only imagine what it must have been like for you. Your 
relationship with magic goes much deeper than my own. How do you feel? It's, um, it's a new, it's a new thing. I'm trying to name it. It's like a heavy, wet blanket. Okay, I think I've heard, I've heard a series of, of terms before that I think maybe sum it up, uh, an existential crisis of belief and subsequent <laughs> depression. Where did you hear that? <laughs> uh, the old westerns at Mon Pa's house. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that's amazing. Of course, that's where you heard that. That tracks. There is a lot of psychology involved in most of those stories that they watch. They are in touch with their emotions. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just call the episode there? That's uh, it's not yeah, going to get better yeah. than that. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. That was great. Anyway, I'm depressed. And it's new, so it's a little bit exciting. But not enough to get me out of it. How about you, Crater? How you how you feeling? You back in, back in, uh, in, in fight and shape, as it were? I mean, yeah. I don't know. The no magic didn't really affect me as much as it would you two, I guess. I don't know. I feel a little bit more inspirational now, I guess. Inspirational. <laughs> well, y'all... Are we all three gonna go in together, or should we should we leave someone to to watch just in case? I don't know. I don't know if I don't know which is safer. I'll do whatever. I'll be uh, the risk taker. Cause like, what does it all mean? You know. <laughs> what do you think, Crater? Stick together. Yeah, it's the worst that can happen is like we get eaten by a T Rex in our sleep. But I don't know, it'd be quick and. Painless. There's like worse things. Damn, we yeah. are depressed. <laughs> it's been a long couple of months here. <laughs> yeah, let's just put together. We're we're off the beaten path. There's nobody around for miles here. I'm sure it'll be fine. All right then. As crater knocks wood. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. We're we're off the path. I mean, it, uh, let's let's say can can we also say we took some extra measures to kind of like conceal the pip generator as well. Yeah. Just in case somebody comes a- across us. That's very cool. I think that makes sense. And like on your way out here, when you stop for a place to rest, you were pretty careful about finding a place with like shrubs and stuff like that anyway. So like mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you guys aren't just like finding the most open clearing that you can find and just parking and yeah, no. <laughs> going to sleep. Specific hazards are on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone someone falls asleep against the horn and it's just blaring. (laughs) (laughs) We have often gone into the networks guided by a sound. Can we play that staticky sound on the pip to sort of help us guide our way in there? Oh, for sure. You're pretty practiced at at doing this now. And I think that this is the first time you've ever elected to go into the networks without like it being part of a grander quest though it is i suppose like i'm thinking about all the times that you did elect to go into the networks and it was because you know someone asked you to you had a pretty specific goal and this time you're going in and the goal is just to follow this and though you know that it's coming sort of from the networks and uh, somewhere inexplicable you're just kind of going in and you're just hoping and you're powerful <laughs> so it's not a bad bet is this the first time we're going back to the network since riot died um, elected to yes yeah. but you were pulled in when you were at mom and pause gotcha okay yeah simon being pretty new again we bring this up a lot but being new to the concept of sleep pretty immediately deciding and making the decision to go into the network is 
really cool. It's extremely exciting. And so one of you puts the the buzzing sound on, the one that sort of is a hypnotizing, constant white noise, and you try to fall asleep. The air is very still. The night is clear and the stars are bright, but not as bright as the moon. Celestine, pretty quickly, you drift off. You've done this before. You know the difference between resting and trying to fall asleep to go into the networks. It comes easy to you. And Simon, as the person who proposed this idea, it's maybe surprising to you how easy it it comes to you as well. And you start to slip in. Crater. (laughs) You're just having... You're having a hard time falling asleep. And that's maybe happened to you when you're trying to rest normally, but whenever you've tried to drift into the network, that's never been a problem. Field mice dart across the dry, cracked earth. The whine of a mosquito as it passes by. You blink your eyes shut a few times. The heaviness isn't coming. A soft, lazy breeze blows past you. After a while, you start to count the stars. You lose count. You blink your eyes again. And when you open them, you are startled to notice that the moon has vanished from the sky. Crater, you sit up and you scan the horizon. The horizon, which is dark, flat, nearly featureless. Save for the odd shrub, the shrub that you've surrounded the car with, the occasional large rock. And, uh, of course, the cloaked hooded figure that stands a few yards away watching you. It watches you and it knows you. Crater, Wayne. figure's hood falls with an eruption of ghostly light. The cloak slithers to the ground, transforming into a pool of water as it does. There was no body within the cloak, only a bright white orb where its head should be. Suspended and rotating slowly midair, its reflection ripples mysteriously in the pool of water below it. Come to me, Crater. Can I not? Can I just stay just... (laughs) Sitting. Can I not? (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. You've listened. You've fucked me over a couple times here already. You know what? You can't hurt me anymore. What what do you got? I'll walk over to the puddle. Crater Wayne, my business is not to fuck you over. My business is to see your legacy manifest. You're running out of time. I am running out of time, Crater. But I find this to be a boon. I can feel myself turning in reverse for you, Crater. You are releasing your fear and so I come to you do you have something to offer me? I would offer you a boon now that you are ready to receive it but greater you must use it to secure your legacy elsewise the fools will be overthrown by the usurper Usurper? Yes, usurper as in one who aims to take power from another, to unseat another from their 
rightful position. I learned a new word today. (laughs) Crater, I believe that you are aware now of where your legacy lies, are you not? The one made of the best parts of many lies sleeping still. So that's, that's my legacy? Another being? You will find your legacy within that being. Fuck, whatever, man. Just give me the fucking boon. (laughs) Crater Wayne, you truly have lost all fear. I scarcely recognize you. And yet I trust you to present the axe of Crescentia to me now. And I will strengthen it. The crater pauses for a moment and fuck it, if it can help. Okay. And, uh, I hand over my great axe. <gasps> you hand it over and you feel its weight leave your hand and you let go and find that it floats above the pool and below the great orb. It floats and it glows and the moon speaks for the guardian, for the ward, and for the fusion. To these three fools do I bestow the power that shatters illusion. Crater, place your hand on the axe once more. I do so. The water on the ground begins to ripple violently until it becomes almost like a waveform of sound. And then it erupts into droplets of water that get sucked into the great axe. And you can feel how strong it has become. Remember, Crater, your legacy is my legacy. You know, Moon, one of these days I'm going to figure out what the hell that means. (laughs) And as you look up to say this, you note that the moon has returned to its rightful place in the sky. The buzzing behind you continues, and suddenly you're starting to feel the effects working. Your eyelids are drooping. Your axe is stronger, but you feel ready to follow Celestine and Simon into the networks. I'm just reading this updated axe thing that you just gave me. (laughs) Yo, this is sick. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to see this thing in action. Is that an action to do that new... Thing? Nope. <laughs> Fucking A. Fucking A. <laughs> and so the three of you find yourselves in the networks. I would say that you don't notice the time dilation. Like the crater enters in almost right after you, Celestine. And Simon, for you, it's hard to tell at all because you find yourself in a different network. Crater and Celestine have, of course, gone to their home networks of the digital network and find themselves in the first tier, the information tier. And Simon, you find yourself in the first tier of the dream network, the memories tier. Now, last time, I mean, Simon wasn't there, but last time you were all uh, with Riot separated among your networks, you could communicate. It was just kind of like you were all really far away. There was something obviously in between you. Um, some sort of barrier and 
you can still communicate. And I'll just remind you that Celestine and Crater, you have performed the act of jumping between networks. 13 guided you and Riot seemed to have an affinity for it. Riot's not here, but if you feel confident in leading someone else to do it, you could have Simon jump to your network. Otherwise, the two of you could jump to the Dream Network should you all like to be together. Can we still hear the sound? And if so, does it feel like it's guiding us toward one network or the other? I'll have you all roll a perception check. <laughs> That's a nat one. I also got a nat one. Oh That's my crazy. Um, I got... 14. Okay, that's not bad. Two nat ones is tough. (laughs) But a 14 is okay. You all try to source the static from the pip to try to follow CC. Sorry, do we call them CC? I I think that's just me and B calling them that. I think we do call them as a couple. I'm so fucking sorry. Oh my god. B and and I call them CC and a couple times I've like mentioned it to Sean and he's like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) B B laid that on me one time. CC my playmate or what? (laughs) You all jump in with the intent to follow the static, to follow the composite couple, wherever they may be. And Simon, you sort of start this process. You're like, you you even pull out your pip in, in the networks and you're like trying to follow this. And just like in a dream, when you look at your pip, it's like unreadable. There's stuff on the screen, but like nothing makes sense. It's like similar, but different in a, like by looking at the denamed and not being able to like place their faces and like the similar, like dream-esque state that everything seems to be in, in the networks. But for Celestine and Crater, you're otherwise distracted by a familiar entity, something composed of entirely lines that make sense and also don't. They're on the same plane. They're in different dimensions This is a glitch. The last time you saw one was with Snowshoe, and it was sort of your final obstacle to getting to the the final tier when you were chasing Scavenge. It's not threatening, but as you notice it, you kind of like turn around if you could in such a place, and you see another glitch, and then another. What the heck is going on here? As for you, Simon, you're trying to follow this. The signal isn't strong enough. You're having a really hard time placing where to go. Do we get the sense that if we wanted to move beyond the information tier, that the glitches would be an impediment to that? Hard to say at this point. Mm. Um, I think I'm going to try it. What's the worst that could happen? Try what, exactly? Jumping. To us? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I don't know. Follow the sound of our voices, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Simon takes off towards what he thinks is Celestine and Crater's voices getting louder, getting warmer. Just rolling a quick little thing. Over, over here, Simon. Here, Simon. <laughs> Come on, Simon. Marcos? Here, boys. <laughs> yeah. <Want> a treat? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Untainted rat. Oh! <laughs> Hey, guys, I'm not depressed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, experience, you experience a range of emotions <laughs> as you're trying to flip from the memories tier to the emotions tier. And Simon, when you were in the networks last, you were pulled there. So you didn't really get a full scope of what surrounded you. Here in the memories tier, you see very organic rounded, shifting fractals, um, soft arrays of pastels and rich gem-colored light. 
but this isn't the place that you want to be right now. You want to try to jump to the digital network. And so you try to follow the sound of Crater and Celestine's voice as they tempt you with drugs and treats. (laughs) And I will have you roll a wisdom saving throw for me, please, at disadvantage, because the last time you guys tried to do this, you had a guide. This time you're without 13 and you're sadly without Riot, who seemed to have a real penchant for this. Okay, so so what am I doing here? Wisdom saving throw for me, Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Thank I you. Got lost in in the sauce. Imagining, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagining what treats they have. Treats. Uh... Treats is just more drugs. Also, that's a huge compliment. Thank you for getting lost in the imagining. Yeah. <laughs> K plus. Oh, so twenty three. Oh, oh my God. No, wait. Twenty two. Twenty two. Sorry. Oh. oh God. The, the DC is twenty three. No. Hey, uh, <laughs> Fuck. <part of> inspiration. <laughs> Oh my God. Do you have to hang on? Do you have to be able to see the person? True. Um, or do they just have to be able to hear you? Oh, if someone yeah. within sixty feet oh. fails, oh. yeah. Well, well, I what's... am technically within sixty feet of you physically. I, I'm laying beside Simon. I... <laughs> but boy. that is not that is not the voice box which is calling out the inspiration. Sure. Unfortunately, okay. Um, what can I do here? Nothing. Unfortunately, <laughs> nothing. But the good news is, is you're going to make it across. Right. You do make the jump because you're following Celestine and Crater's voices. You know where to go. The bad news is, it's going to hurt. Okay. <laughs> I am going to have you take 26 psychic damage. And as you find yourself in the digital network, a version of yourself manifests your doppelganger. Oh, man. And I'm very excited to hear about Simon's doppelganger because we have not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to build this a little bit with you DMs because, yeah, what form? (laughs) Does the doppel take? <laughs> Would it be the human form? What aspect of himself does Simon feel most uncomfortable with? I think the the human one, because there's aspects of resentment and jealousy and depression, things that he doesn't quite know what to do with slash trust in himself. So it is human. And that human is weak and acting from a place of fear and unable to sit still. This is really interesting to me because the Simon that I know also doesn't like to sit still, but there's a there's a very different Simon here. One that clearly is uncomfortable with that fact and just uncomfortable in his in his new skin. Your doppel regards you, turns around, and runs directly at the glitches. Oh! You watch as all the glitches, their lines start to become almost like tentacly, and they reach out towards your doppel. A distraction, luckily. But there's sort of a disgusting discomfort in this, watching a version of yourself get rendered, (laughs) torn (laughs) apart by the glitches. Hmm. You know, it's oddly cathartic. (laughs) Sure. Uh... What the fuck? Hi, guys. Yeah, it's weird in here. Hey, Simon. Yeah. Glad you're here. How was the How was the jump? Oh, super painful. <laughs> it it yeah. hurts inside your brain, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's okay, though. It's over now. Yeah, it, it feels like you're dying, but that just means you're alive. Yeah. 
crater. I just came up with that on the spot. Celestine writes that one down. Yeah. <laughs> God, we are in our system of a down era. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Here, listen, I also have some things to say about some pogo sticks, too. Excuse me? <laughs> Bounce. Bounce. Sorry, that was a joke for three people. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I was one of them. <laughs> the three of you find yourselves in the information tier, the first tier of the digital network, surrounded by neon fractals that coalesce and organize into discrete shapes. I think I've read this description more than a few times, but I don't care. I'm going to do it again. They zip by in linear patterns of uniform forward motion. And as they pass, they carry with them a momentary sensation of fleeting thought. Like you remembered something suddenly, but cannot conjure the words to describe it once it leaves your reach. Information is naturally drawn to a central point of calculation, which of course is the next tier. And I will say that as the three of you um, converge, the three fools together again, the static grows a little bit stronger of your pips. Mm, We have liftoff. All right. Well, I guess we let the sound of the static guide us i i don't know the the composite couple may be somewhere outside of the networks or between the networks and and we don't know how to get there but maybe from within the networks uh the signal to them will be stronger might as well follow it can i just ask this might be getting too in the weeds here but like when simon made the jump from one network to the other there was there a moment in between that like Maybe they felt that that signal may have been stronger. Like, was there something like in the mm. jump between the two networks? That's a good. Question. I love that. Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, <laughs> what do you think, Bee? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it did a bit. Cool. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to use that, but that's good to know. Um, hmm. At least it seems you're on the right track. That's hopeful. And what I'll tell you all, because honestly, I don't think it's worth rolling for it here. You find yourself in this first tier and I feel like you're all pretty experienced with like trying to follow buzzing or now static. Like you've almost done this thing, exact thing before. What you know and what you have a strong instinct towards, especially with Simon having um, felt the, the static jump on the jump, is that... Whatever you're looking for is not in this first tier. Okay. Onward. So we, we, we must go deeper, is what you're saying. We must. If you'd like to follow the static, it does seem like the only way to go is forward. We must go deeper. All right. Then go deeper we shall. <laughs> I'm really proud of us for no for no one no one like moaning during that. It was, it was good. It was, it was teed up. Really difficult. It's like it's like catching in my throat. That's how close it is. I, I stopped myself from doing it. I'm really proud of us. We're, we're growing. Growing. <laughs> nice. It's gonna come out in the worst way possible. Deep. Well, as Celestine and Crater well know, but Simon, this is probably your first time finding this out. There is a process to accessing further tiers of the network. In both the memories and the information tier, the process of jumping to the following tier is straightforward. You just have to ask a question. What kind of question? Oh, any question. Hmm. Now, whether you'll be able to hold on to the answer, it will be dependent on a role, but... Can I just say that when you ask us to do this, this may be the most stressful part 
of yes. the entire Good. campaign because Good. there is so <laughs> much potential yeah. writing on this answer that like having the right question is really key. Yeah. Uh, and then the role to see whether or not the <laughs> yeah. fucking question mattered at all. Yeah, oh. it's kind of crazy because like you have to ask the perfect thing and if you don't, I'll judge you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, but no pressure. I have a pertinent question that could affect how we are even <laughs> here right now. A question for the group or, or to advance? To advance. Okay, great. Can we access the place between the networks wherein the composite couple reside from this network? Roll an intelligence saving throw. Take a d6 on that as well for Cosmic Owner. <sighs> oh. Yo. 19. Wow. Simon, your question is posed. You leap headstrong towards the next tier, and you pose your question, and you hold on to your answer. I'm really torn whether to give it to you now or wait until the end and give all the answers at this at the same time. What do you guys think? Wait till the end. Yeah, I like like wait till the end, because we wouldn't have had Simon's answer ourselves when we ask our own questions, so. Yeah. Do you have something to tell, Sim? Well... Keep thinking about our exchange with Teaspoon and that conversation about the orchestrator, and I must tell you that I am quite nervous about the idea that the the regent could be mixed up in all this. So I uh, I think that is my question. Okay, who is the orchestrator? And I'm going to give myself a cosmic omen. Please roll an intelligence saving throw. Oh, I actually am proficient in that. What do you know? Uh, so that is 1821. <laughs> Celestine, you launch behind Simon to the next tier and you too hold on to your answer. Crater. Hmm. Celestine stole my question. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think you asked this crater last time you were in the situation, but you weren't able to hold on to the the answer, which is really cool. Seeing as we both got our answers, you could ask, like, where you can get the best nachos in the fifth collide. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, all all this has to throw away thing right here, okay. Um, Okay, yeah, so nachos, blah, 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 some some spaghetti. Okay, Um, you know, I'm going to trust that Celestine might be able to hold on to that information more than I can. Am I going to be around long enough to see this through to the end? Can you be specific about what this is? The question is rejected. (laughs) It needs more information. (laughs) Hmm. What is the campaign about? Let's see. (laughs) What is the the end of the campaign look like? Um, Am I going to be around long enough to see the journey of the fool complete or am I gonna have to take an early exit like riot did please roll your intelligence saving throw okay sorry that was intelligence check saving throw yeah I don't know if that helps but no they're both plus zero that was a 17 crater I think for the very first time you hold on to your answer as well wow what a question to ask after we had both already gone to the next tier totally by the way (laughs) (laughs) i love that simon as you as you hurdle forward and you follow the static you get your answer can we access the place between the networks wherein the composite couple reside from this network yes you can access it it exists between all levels of all networks and 
beyond. Who is the orchestrator? On paper, Bonbon, Vibrato, Solmazade. Oh. Oh. In reality, Mesmera, Hot and Heavy. That is reassuring that we got there uh, yeah. kind of on our own. Yeah. Okay. Love okay. it. Love it. Am I going to be around long enough to see the journey of the fool complete? Or am I going to have to take an early exit like Riot did? You will see it through with Riot. The three of you made this jump from one tier to the next. At least you tried to. I mean, you knew that what you were looking for wasn't on that tier. And so the only way to go was forward. But something happens here. You get caught again and you stop for but a moment, a, a second in time that feels like minutes, hours, years, and just a blip all at once. It's confusing. It's disorienting. And you get you get a very strange communication. The space between is born of love, and the fool is born of naivete. You partake of magic, or, or magic, magic poisons you. What is the fool's purpose? What is the destination of their journey? And they're all like that. Do you understand? They can't be trusted because they can't think outside the box. To complete their journey, the fools must see the world. We're losing everything but our hermits. And the three of you wake up back in reality, back in near the dragonfly in the good on wilds. And something occurs to all of you. This was not a mistake. You found the place you were looking for, but you could not remain there. What happened? What? It was so close. It was... Yeah. Yeah, it felt like it was just starting to click, and then we we kind of got kicked out. That ain't never happened before. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to make of that. But I suppose we're a little closer to knowing where the composite couple exist, even if we can't figure out yet how to get a message to them. I think you all realize, probably Celestine the most, that you've been here before. Celestine, every time you've had a spell from who you now know, it comes from Voltrelect, this is the place where you've stopped in to receive it. This was successful. The space in between networks is something we pass through on the way out of the network. Does that mean that Monophonic is also somehow in that space, or at least the information that he recorded lives in that space? I don't know, y'all. Maybe you have to be denamed to be there. Well, now that is interesting. Well, I I can do it. What, What do you mean? Well, it seems like this is a way forward. You know, maybe we maybe we do a little bit of research first, but I, I volunteer as tribute. To do what, Simon? Uh, dename myself? We can go in? That feels like a crazy conclusion to get to. Hmm. That is, at the very least, an extreme result. And if you were to dename yourself, Simon, I, I don't know what that means for the fools and our journey. I, I for one... While I am certainly intrigued by the composite couple and and the information that they have for us, I also would like us to to see through this business with the box. We have we have things to do, Simon, that I I think we need you for, and 
Well, I just don't know what happens if you dename yourself. That's fair. Yeah, you're gonna end up like in a gross little cave with teaspoon. Yeah. You don't like you don't you don't want that for yourself. No. Like that's it was, it's admirable for you to offer that. We can find another way though. Oh yeah. All I'm saying is I would do it. Look, Simon, ain't none of us knows what's coming next or how we're gonna face it, and it may be that you're on to something. All I'm saying is let's just let's just take it a little slow. Let's not do anything too too rash. <sighs> Okay. No, no, it's okay. You, you might be able to so dename bad. yourself in the future. Okay. 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 We kill him. We dename him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do something crazy. We're killing okay. our identities. <laughs> Are we burning off our fucking fingertips? Yeah, nothing matters. <laughs> nothing matters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Simon, mm-hmm. you've said a few times now that your existence or an individual's existence is kind of a nebulous idea and it doesn't really matter as you say and that may be true for you about your own identity and heck it may be true about me for my identity but I will just say that loss is experienced by those left behind and it would matter a great deal to us if you weren't here anymore Simon's mouth is a a gape (laughs) (laughs) thought about it that way huh that's a good point I may need a little bit to rationalize my existence again but that's okay thank you Celestine of course Simon and if it makes you feel any better it seems to me that rationalizing your own existence is kind of something you do your whole life far as I can tell anyway hmm yeah nuance it's a bitch ain't it that old chestnut. Well, it was bound to crumble at some point or another. My whole thing. So, uh, so I'm not denaming myself. What do we do then? What do we do next? I think <laughs> we go and kick the shit out of Mesmeria and Bonbon. Killing. I think we might eventually get to killing. Yes, Simon. Mm. You just you 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 keep your killing arm at the ready. Uh, All right. We 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 may need it, but. There is an order to things, and first we need to take this contraption back to Steeljaw and get ourselves paid. All right. Let's go show that hacksaw what's boss. <laughs> I will point out Fuck. that there was a hacksaw McGraw. Shit. And there is no longer a hacksaw McGraw. <laughs> I thought right. it was Celestine clever. taps his belt buckle a little. <laughs> right, 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 right. You've been quiet, Crater. Are you doing all right? Yeah. I didn't realize I was being quiet. I thought I was I was being stately. <laughs> well, uh, DMs, did we did we pass the full eight hours of rest, or are we like just in yeah. the middle of? An, okay, okay, all right. So it's like yeah, it's driving fine. time. <laughs> it's driving time, baby. <laughs> it's driving time. All right, yo. Well, let's put as much distance between us and Parado Peaks as we can. That sounds great. I'll light up a joint and get driving. We had planned our Arcana do not condone smoking and driving. But Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> our typical disclaimer. Which we never Which we uh, say. Do. Which we never have. <laughs> but the typical one, you know what I mean. We're back in the Dragonfly. Back to Steel Jaws base, you drive. Once more across the barren aridity of the Good Unwilds. 
At this point, it's almost a straight shot to Steeljaw's base, crossing the river at the juncture of the mountains, then driving south until eventually you'll spy the tents up ahead. And as you cross that juncture, a tremor passes beneath you, and the three of you are reminded suddenly of the fissure and of what surely lies beneath. What is it? Where is it moving to? What does it want? Questions circle your minds. No answer presents itself. But something else does. The box glows, marked with a single symbol from the liminal whale, and it begins to sing. sick that was fucking rad oh my god jesus calamonite calamonite huh is it is it another big oops coming calamonite or is it a part of the name of the being that became this other great beast Mm -hmm. i feel like we're not gonna know this until you have one more of your spells there celestine you know one more memory and name to a face Mm mm-hmm that is that is a good point but uh how do you induce that well in the past uh sometimes it's been coming out of the networks and sometimes it's been connecting to a creation point server but they well there ain't any of those in the good on wilds just a quick point of order as far as you're talking about memories right yeah 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 those have all come from uh creation point interactions or server interactions i see okay 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 the only one that hasn't was when you got the receiver 
from 13. Which is kind of a creation point interaction in itself. It was part of a creation point. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so correct. that's my, okay. Then, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't want to leave the good on wilds to find a creation point when it seems that the beast that we need to meet is here right now. It's coming. Damn, is it always delivered with such beautiful music? You know it is, <laughs> Simon. This is your first box song, isn't it, Simon? Well, so is this a... F- is this the first time that we've received a box song that wasn't, like, preceded by something tragic happening? <laughs> well, we got a box song at the very beginning. Yeah. Well, after we stole the box. I mean, that could be tragic. It depends <laughs> on your perspective. <laughs> I think it, it only turned out tragically for Harley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a real tragedy. And yet she still lives. <laughs> Come on, it is catchy, isn't it? <laughs> well, at the very least, we know the time in the underhush hasn't damaged the box's magic in any way. No, it certainly has not. That thing reeks. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> that delicious reek. The wheel's turning, and the journey is a race now. suppose that means we're running out of time. I suppose it does. You also got to beat your buddy Reap one of these days, too, eh? <laughs> you have that on the docket. I really need to do that. For myself, you know, to just put that whole thing to bed. I know we're we're on a bit of a clock here, but surely we can. You think we still have time for it? You deserve it. You deserve a win. Yeah, we've been doing so much hard stuff. You know, let's let's go beat up a dweeb. <laughs> wow, your priorities are correct. <laughs> okay, so uh, should we be heading back to the base then? Get this generator back. Mm-hmm. Let's get on um, hacksaws. So. Oh boy, that's my fault. Jesus Christ, Scott, you screwed me up. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbled. We can get back on Stilja's good side. Perhaps yeah. by not bringing up one of her dead relatives. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna right. write. I'm gonna write Stilja on my hand. Just <laughs> Stilja, looking down at your hand every time. And I'm gonna sh- shut my mouth. I forgot that two of the three McGraws we've met have met a. Their, their demise. A McGraw oh, fate. The McGraw curse. A McGraw. <gasps> oh my God. Now I just want to play a campaign where I play one of the McGraws trying to escape the curse. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, Peter. Wow, fancy meeting you here. Yeah, I'm just going to market to stock up on some Clamato. Oh, the market. Hmm. Well, I just came from market and, uh, well, now, Peter, I'm no gossip. You know I'm no gossip. Oh, I know. And I know you're no gossip either. No, certainly not. But I couldn't help overhearing, and I thought you'd want to know, have you heard the latest about the Planet Arcana Patreon? Oh, I heard. You won't believe what I heard. It's utterly scandalous. Do you know they've launched new Patreon tiers? Oh, I heard. As though early ad-free episodes and access to special channels in the official Planet Arcana Discord weren't enough. Now they're offering perks like an artwork club, where you receive a new piece of Planet Arcana art in the mail every month. They've got a tier with exclusive merchandise. They have one with custom audio messages from the cast. They even have one. Listen. They even have one where J&B will run a TTRPG session for you and your friends. What? Yeah. And... Of course, who could forget that patrons also gain access to Planet Arcana's super special monthly talkback show, Recharge, where listeners get a behind-the-scenes peek at the players, the GMs, the story, the world, all of this on their Patreon? Who do they think they are? Uh, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
Okay, so you heard about the Patreon tiers, but did you hear about their new merch store? No, they didn't. Oh, they did. They did. Oh. T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, mugs, oh. and all in an array of tasteful colors and designs. The scandal. Utterly outrageous. And where did they launch this new venture? You can find the link to the merch store at planetarcana.com. Can you believe it? I literally cannot. And you know what else I can't believe? These new goals of theirs? Oh, I know. Can you imagine rerunning the heist at Riscotech with unused player characters? Hosting an exclusive online concert featuring Jay and Sky Wallace? Can you imagine? Oh, I can imagine it. Well, all I can say is that I'm glad I'm following them on Patreon.com slash Planet Arcana, so I don't get caught unawares. And all I can say is that I'm glad I'm following them on their Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram accounts, so I don't miss out on any new gossip. Not that I gossip. No, certainly not. Certainly not. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right. <laughs> We're here with, a, with another vexing interruption uh, on your way back to Steel Jaws Complete. You now approach the base from the north side, and you return to quite a busy scene. All hands are on deck, boxes and cargo are being packed, tents are being disassembled. A few scrappers are planting a few seeds in the area previously marked by temporary structures. You catch Steeljaw carrying a massive chest, leading two scrappers, each carrying one side of a similarly sized chest, towards a trailer hitched up to an old hawk. Where are y'all headed? I think Steeljaw, like, acknowledges your question, nods at you, keeps carrying this chest that she's got, and then, like, dumps it on the ground, and when it when it hits the ground, you realize, like, just how heavy it was. She was carrying, like, so much, so much weight. Um, oh, wow. And she drops it in 
like just kind of like dusts off her hands and she walks over to you and she's got her hands on her hips and like looks at you looks at the generator and she's just like um oh uh, you did it yeah and i'll i'll place it on the ground in front of her so she knows how heavy this this generator was <laughs> so, that's how strong i am <laughs> she she flexes for a moment <laughs> well, um i uh, i i can't say i'm not impressed um and well we're um headed southbound i've always got my guys tracking the tremors but lots to track lately they've been uh, a bit more centralized around this area than i'm comfortable with so we're moving away from the fissure i'm just not really in the business of losing any more supplies or scrappers to an unexpected tremor but gotta say quite pleased that you've return back with the generator yeah we said we said we would and i think we did it pretty promptly did we do good i'd uh i'd say you did pretty good and if i'm being honest you did better than i expected you would that's right did you um <laughs> where where was it that's so hard to explain yeah <laughs> truly something something under hush Extremely cool name. It is a cool name, isn't it? It really hurts that it's a cool name, but those people are not great. Damn, that's cool. It's not their fault, though. I was never quite sure what to make of them. I mean, they can be violent, but so can I. (laughs) And um, typically they only take, you know, just what they need to survive, I assume. So um, I, I just, I guess I'm just curious, was it? Were they just, you know, people like us trying to get by? That is also a hard question to answer. I believe they are trying to get by in some way, but I suspect that if they have another opportunity, they will want to reclaim that pip generator again. And from what we could gather, they are, well, they're, they're people experience an affliction. Mm. And they think that they can use the pip generator to help their people in that way. I don't know if they can, hmm. but I believe that's why they took it. It's not like I want this getting out, but and it's not like I have the supplies to make another one. But I mean, two groups of people who are just trying to get by. I mean, <laughs> if they just talk to us, we might be able to work something out. <sighs> but they come in and just kill my scrappers, so... What can you do? Well, if they talk to you, you might never remember what they looked like or who knows how much of the conversation you had. <laughs> so. It's a wild situation. It is a wild situation. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm damn impressed that you've made it back here with this. And uh, oh, I, I guess Holly was right about you. Yes, Holly Hostics. Do I hear my name? Oh, <laughs> fabulous. Oh, look at the three of you back so promptly with the generator and just in time for us to pack up and leave. I was sweating a little bit, but then again, no, I wasn't because this was all my idea. <laughs> yeah, Harley, we could not have done this without you. Yes, I know. No, I mean, we did, though. You're welcome. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Oh, marvelous. Okay, well, now that we're all back together, we can move on to the next stage of our plan. Mm. Yeah, um, right. Just before that, um, I know that you have things to discuss. My uh, last piece of business with you is that, um, well... We talked about you getting a monetary reward for this task, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm still pretty cash insolvent. 
Um, however, one of you had just an absolutely brilliant idea um, involving how we might get your friend Reap back to where he belongs. Uh, ransom here, ransom note there. Here, little ransom there, little ransom. You, you understand what I'm saying? That you're gonna, that you're gonna ransom Reap back to his family. Um, yes, but you're gonna do it for me, and you're gonna get the money, and that will belong to you. Isn't that nice? <laughs> that is that brilliant is ball. Socially questionable. Vexing. I... It was your idea. Don't know it's how true. I feel about that. Being the one to... Hmm. I haven't done a ransom in a long time. <laughs> uh, Remember when we first met and you were like, Ransom Reap, and I was like, oh, great idea. Yes, and then I do were like, believe That's what, that came up yeah. in the first little show well, that we had the yeah. fish up. Sure, but I right. felt, I'm, I, I, I meant you all do it. You handle the ransom. I'm not going to go and what? Go to go to old Krusty's place and say, hey, what? Scrapper's got your boy and you got to pay me a bunch of money to get him. That ain't a good look no, for me. No. no, you should be saying, look, I'm your last hope to get your beloved, what's his name, Reap back. I've, I've risked life and limb to bring you this ransom note and deliver the money to the person who kidnapped them. It's great. It'll all come out in the wash. Yeah, you're acting like you've never done a ransom before. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, Celestine, what if we rough you up a little bit? And it's like, you got hit too, and you look like a hero. <laughs> nice. Simon the Spider, you've got the best plans, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to stay here, by the way? Like There's a little bit. Simon's, Simon's ours. <laughs> I want a life of crime, Dad. <laughs> I already asked, uh, I already asked Dump Truck if she'll stay, but no dice. Yes, the re- reap won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed interested, but... <laughs> I'm sure you could have triple T. <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no one is, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess y'all make it look good. I I can go deliver the ransom demand to Krusty. All right, bestie, I'm I'm ready to punch you in the face. You just say when. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let Crater and Simon handle it if what? that's all right with you, Harley. Oh, I feel fine. like look, if anybody's gonna punch me in the face, it should be Crater here. Fine. Yeah, he might kill you though. No one punches my friend Celestine in the face except for me. Look, it's not like I care. <laughs> Whatever. It's not like it was really important to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, well, okay. That's that. And then afterwards you come meet me in Bucharest, perhaps. I'll be holed up, preparing the teleportation circle i'll be waiting for the operatives to come in from the field and good news since you're coming we actually don't need that many people at all i mean still collect as many as you can i think that it's going to be about five to ten max i'm afraid things have gotten a little bit hairy around here so i'm sure you're aware steel job spits on the ground <laughs> hostile <laughs> i know boss i know <laughs> all right oh also, there is one more tiny problem. I plan to have this solved as best I can before we show up, but we might have to do a little bit of teleportation circle hopping. The problem is, I know where Miss Meta is keeping this experiment, but I'm only aware of the code name, and there are several places that that could be. So, first order of business after you meet me in Bucharest... We're going lake house hopping. How exciting. Ah. Ah. All right. Ah. 
maybe focus your efforts toward the Phantom Isles. What's that you say? This is not the first time we've heard of the Lake House. Oh. Gang, did we narrow it down to, like, like, and this was you, right, Crater, that was yeah. talking to Bon Bon, and, and, and did, we, did we come away from that feeling like it was the lake house and the phantom isles that was the those the, well that was the impression that we got that like that was their preferred lake house whether that was like, they didn't say hey this is where we're keeping this giant beast or whatever right? no like, but they did <laughs> say something about like that's where like the deep like if you want to keep things out out of the deep low site deep low eyes yeah. yeah yeah okay all right so that's as good a place to start as any absolutely I would say you're pretty confident in that because you got a second confirmation and I don't remember what it was. So I'm going to cut me saying this, but like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. worth it's worth you guys being confident right. about for sure. Yeah, because awesome. yeah, we, we got a second confirmation from something that Jay doesn't oh remember who it was from. Wow. <laughs> Let's all say something about it. <laughs> Just keep referencing it. Well, go on. Don't hold out an old Harley. What's the situation? We've, you know what? We'll talk to you about it when, when we get to Bucharest, okay? Oh. Consider me titillated. All right, then, all right. (laughs) What's wrong, Simon? I just don't want to think about you titillated. You're not titillated? That's a bad word. You're not even a little titillated. I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) Oh, listen, that's fine. I'll keep all the tittles to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, and then, sorry, Harley, when are we getting our 90,000? Big pardon? When we get the money. Yes, I do remember us discussing money, but I heard a nine in there somewhere and got very confused. In any case, once Riscotech is back securely in my claws, you will have all of the... I mean, look, it was in the tens of thousands. We can agree on that for now, yes? I think it was 50. Uh, (laughs) It was at least 50,000. We'll see what happens, okay? Good lord. Okay, the first thing... You're supposed to confuse them, and then like it's, it's, it's what the kids called gaslighting. You know, you make them think that it was a bigger number than what you agreed upon. Then you, someone will fuck up. Yeah, okay. gaslighting. And Simon like <laughs> starts yeah. a lighter in his face. <laughs> you have a lighter. Turns on the gas lantern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so DMs, they said that um, the tremors were getting more prominent here. Is that to say that, like, we should be investigating here in this spot for our most likely kind of access to the beast? Or sh- should we return to the fissure? To To clear one thing up. The thing that's going on here is that, like, Steeljaw says she has people who track the tremors, and they're becoming a bit unpredictable here. So it's not like they're centralizing here. There's just been more than they would have liked here. Okay. That's just to say that, like, this is not, like, the central hub for them, this this base. So don't – I don't want you to go down that path. Yeah. The box seems to be indicating that – you will struggle to meaningfully do anything if if you come upon it. I'd say make an insight check. Let's okay. let's uh, let's ration this out, yeah. and you can all do it. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Good. Four. Nope. Good. This is well, insight. Okay. What, what do you yes. mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stanky four. Twenty nine. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, with that God. insight, Simon. You have been filled in on the adventure so far, and actually you were present when (laughs) Celestine posed his question to the liminal whale. How do I find you again? Mm. The voice said, you need to know our names, right? And here in the song, 
Calamity is coming. I can only give you half their name. This song is indicating that if it's if it comes upon you now, run. You do not have the requisite information. Mm. Mm. All right. You were in the exact same position once before with Vulturelect. Mm-hmm. Like the first time we met, we met the bird. Like we weren't mm-hmm. ready yeah. for that. The box okay. interfered, and once again, you only had one half, half their name. Half yeah. a name, mm. but we've got we've got the full name now for the bird. Yes, <laughs> for the bird. The for the bird. bird. You got bird. the first bird, bird, baby. So. Okay, so we have to find out the full name and then encounter the beast, which means that, I mean, like, we might have to leave the good on wilds first and come back. It's a, it's a good assumption. Who would know the name? Well, if what you say is true, Simon, then I, I suppose that is the box looking out for us once again. I suppose. If we had head down that fissure without the proper information, we might, well, I suppose that might have been the end of the journey right there. Mm, and for nothing, too. All right. So we put this on the shelf for now, and then we, and then we come back. Then we come back. New adventure time. <laughs> I, I just love how you're always just down for anything, Simon. It's really endearing. It really does pick up my spirits. That I, I must say that even when things look bleak, your the fact that you are so enthusiastic is a great comfort. Well, listen, I uh, guys. I have experienced depression and I don't know if you've ever felt this before, but it's unlike anything your brain's ever encountered for. And I don't think most people have felt it. I think almost no one's felt it. Yep. You can be confident <laughs> thinking that you're the only person to ever experience that. And I'll tell you one other thing about this thing that only I've ever experienced is that okay. I never want to feel that way again. Okay. So I will continue to be as stoked as possible in any situation yeah at your service just bottle it up and pretend to be happy <laughs> i'll solve it you can bottle it how does it come out if you can bottle, bottle it that's so true is it the milk is what the milk it, <laughs> <laughs> is that what's coming out with the milk does it come out with the milk can you bottle the milk and then anyway yeah you you, you milk your depression out that's mm, that's what you that do reverse it. oh my god <laughs> thanks I hope I was facetious enough in that in that speech about being the only one to feel depression. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. cool, cool, cool. You're good. Cool. You're good. All right. We all lactate. That's right. What's all this about ah, lactating? Oh, that was a weird, weird moment in a conversation for you to walk, yeah, <laughs> walk into our so- circle arbor. Christ. Wow. Look at you three. Look at you three sons of bitches back here with the generator. Oh, man. I just came across that. Uh, steel jaw and i think i literally saw her smile oh wow okay she's happy okay or she's happy mate that's the first time ever okay well well then we should probably leave before we do something to turn that around you boy you're leaving so fast i got a ransom note to deliver in a race to win i don't know what to tell you we got (laughs) things we need to be doing all right the ransom yeah well (laughs) reef's been trying to get himself a job here it's not going well <laughs> Steel dolls passed several times now. Uh-huh. But uh yeah, so maybe don't mention that to the people that you're dropping off the ransom note to. So just to be clear, Reap has tried to get a job and Steeljaw's like, nah. And then yes. Steeljaw offered Dump Truck a job and Reap was like, No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't get to go if I don't oh, get so to you go. Be- 
you've been caught up on the whole situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and Triple T, just in case you're wondering, uh, wants a job if Reap gets hired. If not, fuck us all. <laughs> I, okay. Sounds right. That guy's weird. Uh, also, uh, Wander Off, they were wondering if you had any more weed for them. Celestine rolls up a quick joint here. Give this to them. I don't want to see them right now. All right. They can share one. <laughs> I don't want to see them right now. <laughs> I just don't want to do this right now. Yeah, I fully understand. I've been avoiding that tent myself. So, uh, everyone's everyone's packing up here and taking off. Or are you go, are you going with them? Yeah. I mean, you know, I like to make myself useful to steel jaws. So. Uh, I'll see what kind of work she's got in store for me, eh? What about you three? What's... I mean, you're packing up, you're leaving. Where, where are you going? We're going on to some pretty important shit. Well, I imagine that's true. I'm not, I'm not sure that we're trying to be vague. I, I don't really know specifically where we're going right now. Well, right now, we are headed back to Lonestead okay. to settle some decidedly unimportant business before we can move on with some more serious business. And yeah... I don't know what's what's coming or where we're going, but Bucharest after that, I guess. Well, don't suppose you got ten minutes to just walk the perimeter with me and have a, a quick goodbye, Crater? Yeah, I can. I can give you ten minutes. All right, you two boys. It was really nice to meet you. Really nice to meet you, Simon. Seems like you're figuring out a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. I wish you the best. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> welcome. I really like you. And ah. as for you, Celestine. I think you're figuring out some shit too. But uh, I think you're going to figure it out. I think you're both going to figure out just shit. I'm not great with emotions. All right, come on, Crater. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, Simon pushes Celestine <laughs> off, so, uh, but kind of like looking over his shoulder to see if like there's any like flirtation to be gleaned. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Should we, should, should we, should, should we, no, we should, yes! it, would be, it, would be, it would be, it would be rude to spy on our, <laughs> On our Fuck off, don't you dare. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's just give him his privacy. <sighs> you you pulled me out of that conversation just in time. Simon was talking about depression milk and it was <laughs> it was weird. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I was following it, but I, at the same time I wasn't. And I haven't understood yeah. a single sentence that either of them have said this whole time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Particularly Simon, though. They're yeah. good sort. Yeah, they're you know they're they're actually a lot of fun to be around. You can't ask for much more than that, can you? No. Listen, Crater, I just want to reaffirm my offer to check in on these two. You know, every so often. You know how you shared with me that uh, well, your prognosis, such as it were, and uh, well, personally, I, I don't know how much longer I have. Probably not too much longer, but uh, I'd be willing to give them a pit message every now and then make a trip to Lonestead, check in on Celestine, well I guess it depends on where the next couple of years take you yeah, no that's I think that'd be reassuring to, to know that somebody will always be looking out after them, like they're they're independent but like, you know, it'd be nice to have someone looking after their backs, you know so yeah, no, I, I appreciate that for sure anyone else, Crater? I have a buddy up in Midmoss in Garbazine alright He's staying at he's staying at my old place there. Um, Have I seen that place? Ooh, fuck yeah, you've seen that place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot of good memories at that place. I still remember the smell of rat cooking on an open Bunsen while yeah. the jacuzzi bubbles in the corner. Ah. <sighs> mm. Oh god. 
that's 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 really all that's really all the people that need to be looked after you know is there anything you want me to tell them in the in the event that uh well you know is there anything that you want me to tell them after i think just thank you that's all thank you really does say it all doesn't it fuck it was good running into you like (laughs) it's been it's been a shit couple of weeks and it's been really nice just having you around here i gotta say i feel quite the same crater quite the surprise and just exactly what I needed at this stage of my life. And so I guess all I have to say to you is thank you. Thank you. And a head rests on your shoulder for a few more minutes as you look out into the horizon of the good on wilds. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.